Hello and welcome to this audio edition of the Ex-Mormon Files with host Earl Erskine. Thank you for joining us. On each episode of this program, Earl, a former LDS bishop, interviews a former Mormon guest about their journey out of Mormonism and into an authentic relationship with Jesus Christ. These stories are encouraging, fascinating, and often moving. For more information on the Ex-Mormon Files internet video program, please visit exmormonfiles.com. That's exmormonfiles.com. And now, here's Earl. Good evening and welcome to the Ex-Mormon Files here in the heart of Salt Lake City. I'm your host, Bishop Earl. I appreciate you watching this evening, spending some of your time with us. Really happy tonight to introduce to you Mary Jane Badger. Mary Thank Jane, you. thanks for coming. And Thank you. You have a lot of nicknames, don't you? MJ and Janie. And yep, <laughs> yep, I do. Anyway, we'll call you Mary Jane, I guess, for tonight. But <laughs> okay. anyway, it's nice to have you here. And Thank you. appreciate you sharing Thank your story. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, gosh, my pleasure. Uh, let's, as we usually do, cover a little bit of your history. You were born in the church, were you? Yes, I was. I was born here in Salt Lake City. Yeah. I'm the seventh of nine children, a big, wow. um, a very Mormon family. <laughs> Um, I usually say I come from a royal Mormon family. I, my great-great-grandfather is John Taylor, wow. who's the third prophet of the LDS Church, and yeah. and that's a big part <laughs> of our family structure. And a lot of pride there, or a lot of uh, discussion is. about pioneer heritage. And, there is, yeah, and it, sure. it all growing up, it was everybody knew, and and <laughs> and it was really is a source of pride, and and. Um, focus yeah so it's sometimes hard for me to tear apart the heritage from the faith yeah. of my family um, yeah. how they feel all they went through to, yeah. to get out here to Utah and everything yeah so were you active as a young child you yeah. and your family was so you went to church all the time primary and I did all those things learned and all the songs and yeah <laughs> I did, did all the things. I did and I it seemed like the normal thing to have a little rebellious period and yeah. high school and and I did that too in my in first year of college but I never questioned the church I yeah. never even thought about questioning it um, yeah. I just knew it was true yeah and you went that, to seminary did you yeah I graduated yeah. from seminary I had to do a lot of makeup classes to get the graduation <laughs> but but I did in that rebellious period yeah. you're talking yeah. about well I think a lot of kids go through that for sure but yeah uh, but never again, like you say, never any question that the church was true. I right. mean, that was just, and right. you bore your testimony probably, and yeah. believed well. Joseph Smith was mm -hmm. a prophet. And Had you read the Book of Mormon at that yeah. point, and had you? Yeah, well, I I had for sure by the time I was, I went on an LDS mission when I was 21. Oh, where'd you go? I went to London, England. Okay. How was that? It was, it was good. It was hard. Those were 18 month missions. 18 months, yes. And you yeah. had to wait till you were 21. I had to wait till I was 21. Now it's I had to 19, I my guess, farewell but. on my 21st birthday. Wow. And spent Christmas in the MTC. Yeah. But um, yeah, it, I, I tried really hard to please God. And I, I felt like giving back to God and, yeah. and wanting to please God. Had others in your family, I guess, gone on missions and you felt kind of committed they to had, do that? Or? They had. I didn't feel committed. I surprised everybody by going oh, because at that time, a long time ago, <laughs> it wasn't as usual for young ladies, the, the to, ladies go. to go. That's and true. so, and I kind of had to fight my way. My church leaders didn't like so much yeah. women going, and I, but I 
persevered and you felt you wanted to please yeah. God and yeah and, God. and I'm sure your parents were pr proud of you again yeah 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 so and they didn't expect it but I did have um, an older brother and then my younger brothers went on missions, on missions too missions. yeah now you went through the temple I guess before you went yes. on a mission how was yes. that experience it was um, surprising it, that's a good way to say it, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> I thought that um, I was prepared for it. I know, I remember focusing on my brother who's just older than me, because my, my family was there, and sure. those who had gone through the temple, and, and I just focused on him. I thought, okay, if he's here, this is okay, because I don't think anything prepared me for... What you experienced yeah. in there. It yeah. is shocking, would you say? Yeah. Surprising? It's very surprising. You don't, uh, you know, they don't talk about it yeah. outside the temple, so you're not really given all the, the details. Right. You know. right. It, it, the symbolism surprised me because yeah. I had been, it had been explained to me that one of the reasons Mormons don't look at the cross is because it's a symbol and we're not symbolic. And, and yet the temple is Yeah, so that was surprising. But Did you know then that they were Masonic symbols? I didn't. The all-seeing eye and the, the, thing, the marks on the garments no, and stuff. No, I had no idea. I didn't either. Uh, I didn't I had pay no attention idea. to that. They explain it away in the yeah. temple, so it, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. I had I had no idea. Yeah. So when you go out on your mission, I've asked others this because uh, it struck me so forcefully. Later, did you feel like you were preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ? Were you preaching Christ? Were you preaching the church, the Joseph Smith story, Book of Mormon? What oh, were you that's preaching? That's a question. I don't feel like I was preaching Jesus Christ. No. I feel like I was preaching the church and the restored church and yeah. the only true church on the earth. That's what you're preaching. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And. And a lot of, um, yeah, the Joseph Smith story, of course, was focal yeah. to the whole right. uh, mission They tried to get the Book of Mormon into their hands and yeah. reading it as, and praying about it as yeah. soon as possible. Yeah, and, and I was sure it was it? true. Yeah. I wasn't, I'm not sure I knew what it was, but I knew it was true. <laughs> so I trusted my family. I trusted yeah. Um, my, yeah. Okay. I believed it was. Yeah. So you come home and came what home, happens? I married one of my district leaders. Oh, and, you did? Yeah. And now you were good on your mission, of course. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yes. you were <laughs> yes. proper on your mission. I was proper, yes, yes. But you we came were. home and he came lived home. here in Utah, too? No, or? he was from California, oh. and we started corresponding. I came home first, and we started corresponding. And oh. And so we were. We got married in the temple. and the Salt Lake um, Temple? In the Salt Lake it? Temple. Okay. And... We adopted two children, okay. two um, great sons that are grown-ups now, but yeah. they're really great. Oh, neat. And, um, but I started to question things because things didn't go as planned, and I've sort of felt like it was always on me. I was never good enough. I wasn't good enough to um, fit in. I felt like I was on the outside of the circle looking in, and I believed that Even everybody in the circle knew the church was true so even though you'd been to. on a mission and you had yeah. john taylor in the family you felt yeah i always felt never felt good enough never felt good enough and so i started questioning things i started um looking looking at things that was a big feminist movement back then and started looking reading some books about how the church was treating people and yeah. i started i just really started to look outside and and looking outside of what the church was telling me that truth didn't stand up anymore and 
Do you, feel, do you think other sisters especially, I think they're the ones that carry some of this burden mm -hmm. a lot more maybe than the men do. Do you feel like there's others who probably feel this way that they don't feel adequate or that they're not doing enough? Uh, I think so. Think I mean, true? I think so because everyone I know who has left, yeah. looking back now, is free to say that yes, that's how they felt. Yes, that's how they felt about the temple. It's hard to yes, be honest, they, though, when right, you're in it, right? Right, because you, it's like you have that's the rug you stand on, and you and I would have defended the church to my death, baby. Yeah. That's a big statement, but until the day I said, oh, I, I don't believe it. I agree. Until I felt like I had a place to stand on the other side. And wow. so you, I think you don't really know, so to speak to other people, about other people, you don't really know where they are behind that facade of yeah. what they say is true. Because they're not really willing to share. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah. It's, it's, it's scary. It was one of the hardest things I did in my life. Well, I'm proud of you for <laughs> have, being having the courage to do that and to be able to to do that, and you actually weren't being drawn to, to Christianity even at that no. point. You went through like a 20-year period of right. I I left searching and yeah. stuff. What? When I was 30, I finally I left the church and and I got divorced and I went back to school. Hmm. Um, I tried to push God out with. The bathwater, so to speak, but he. Because if the true church isn't true, then nothing's nothing true. Is, right? Yeah. Isn't that sad? It but, is, but and yeah. I see a lot of people doing that. But I had a few experiences in those twenty years that God was really um, showed <laughs> Himself to me, and He didn't let me throw Him out. So I lived um, kind of a that twenty years is a higher power, new age kind of everything's good kind yeah. of life, and that's how I raised my my kids and. I went back to school and I and I uh, finished and got it developed a great career in mm. clinical research and was very successful. Yeah, I was successful. My kids are great. Um, I wasn't successful in finding satisfaction though. I mean, I kept making it. I ma I had the car and the house and the yeah. kids in school and all those things, but I still but wasn't felt satisfied. Something. Did you feel like the answer was in the LDS Church? No. Even though you'd left, no. had you left? Had you backed away enough to say, I don't believe Joseph Smith's a prophet? Oh, yes. Or, I, oh, I see. Yeah, okay. I completely, I wasn't just inactive. I was... Was I, it specific? Anything specific doctrinally or... No, I think history it's... History or anything? That it's, the, it's history, learning that there's more history than what, what, what we, we were taught we were and taught. that things weren't always what no. were taught and that kind of fear built that you can't look at something outside because that's not faith promoting or even though it might be true you can't yeah. look at it yeah. yeah and and i didn't believe in that philosophy of uh, the truth should stand any questioning absolutely and um so i, I no i i kept seeking satisfaction in other ways and i got remarried and yeah. and um that went great for a time and then it that went south and it and in a very difficult way it ended in a very difficult way for me and it was the first time in my life that i felt really broken and it and like where do i turn next or yeah what do i just I do? and i gave up on the even the god i thought was there and i thought how could this happen to me and i'm and but it was out of that yeah. where I felt like God just reached down and grabbed me and <laughs> and wouldn't let me run away from him anymore. What did he do? 
Well, he just started ministering to me by, through my friends and my family and people who loved me, but I recognized more than that. I recognized um, a light to it. I, I felt like uh, it was God lifting me up and giving me hope and, and, um, and, and building me up. And then he, um, he started to send strangers in my life <laughs> to speak his word. No, none of the people who were in my circle knew him. Yeah, family, I guess, where they were upset at you, I'm sure, because you're inactive. Oh, they, well, that had, they were over that. Oh, okay. They were disappointed um, when I first left the church, yeah. but they, um, but they weren't telling you about Jesus or bringing you around. It was these friends no. or contacts that... Well, no, they were... My, my friends and my family were helping me through this difficult time, oh, but um, I was traveling a lot for work, and, yeah. and God started putting strangers in my path to... to share little share nuggets his, with you. Yeah, to share His Word with yeah. me. Um, one in particular, I met um, someone in a, in a bar in an airport <laughs> in Texas, and Texas was one of my regular places on where yeah. I travel and and I started corresponding with him by email and he had sent me an email and on the bottom he had put Jeremiah 29 11 and that's where God says he has good plans for you not plans to harm you and wow. for, for a hope and a future yeah. and if you seek me with all my with all your heart you will be able to find me and wow. and at first I was thought well that's <laughs> random <laughs> and um I replied and said, are you sure this was meant for me? Is it, did you mean to send this to your mom or what? And Nothing. But it did, and I had printed it out, and I had gone upstairs in my house, and, and I was reading, looking at it, and it's like the words came off the page. And, of course, they didn't really, but it sure, felt like it, they mean. were ricocheting through my room yes. so much that I literally put my hands over my ears and said out loud, okay, I hear you, leave me alone. And I really fought... I was afraid to trust something again. Yeah, of course. And um, and I think that's where a lot of people are when okay. they when they go through the pain of uh, discovering that what they believed was true is years, not. Yeah. It's difficult to trust something else. And so, um, I and and that didn't stop. God put other people in my <laughs> path. And about a month after that, I was in Idaho Falls and. Um, and I was having dinner at the hotel restaurant bar and a little lady, Judy, came in and she had a red beret on and and she started talking to me. She put her hands on me. She was prophesying and it was just, I mean, my eyes were probably this big. <laughs> and and she was talking to me. She said that God had a calling on my life and I had already accepted it in my heart. And she said, I know God sent others to you before me. and. He'll send others to after me. You and yeah, so, yeah, and he'll send others after me. And she said, "I'll never. You'll never see me again." But, um, and she, she just talked about my Mormon family. That yeah. she said, "Don't worry about them." And and you know, and she asked me to pray with her to accept if she could pray with me to accept Jesus, Jesus as my savior. And I said yes. <laughs> I was just kind of like, okay. Okay. And. Um, and we talked for a couple of hours, and then she left. And um, so I came home, and I thought, well, I guess I'm a Christian. I should go to church. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Um, it, other things were happening. Sure. You know, every song that came on the radio was about Jesus. And, and, it, and I, she had told me to read some verses, so I went and got my Gideon's Bible in the hotel and read yeah. some of those. And, 
And so I went, I thought I'd just sneak in Sandy Ridge Community Church. Is First that time you'd ever been? Yeah, I used to run. pounding? And a little <laughs> bit. I used to run and pass it, and I used to think, who, who what weird there? little people go to that weird little church? Yeah. <laughs> and um, so I thought I'd sneak in and just observe. And Sandy Ridge yeah. Community, huh? And there was no sneaking in, I found yeah. out. They, they were actually set up for a corporate prayer day that the sanctuary was set up in circled chairs and... I sat in one, and they were, they were praying, and then they would sing, and 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 someone would speak. They were talking about praying for our city, yeah. And then then we'd come back to our circles, and people were going around praying. And I finally it was like, uh, it looks like it's probably my turn. <laughs> I said, if you have some food, I can pray over that because <laughs> I knew I can bless the food. But yeah, but they they um, I, the ladies women the women's bible study teacher took a hold of me and again another grab on and she's yeah. never let go and and um so my life didn't change drastically but over a few mm. short months um i mean it instantly but it yeah. did change drastically over a few short months and um i it's like the scales fell down fell away from my eyes i saw things in different colors almost and it was just um so hungry to know the word of god and and jumped in and so the bible means something different jesus means yeah. something different explain that just a little bit for this different everybody we interview says that jesus is now different yeah. than he was in mormonism what's well, the difference jesus and and god i even as a faithful mormon i had concerns about God. I used to think of God as kind of like my home teacher, exalted, and yeah. I didn't like that. Even my home teacher was a great guy. Not really an awesome yeah. God. Yeah, right? and I have a really good role model as a father. I have I had a wonderful father. Yeah. So it wasn't that, but it just that wasn't enough yeah. for to think that that's who my God is. And yeah. and Jesus, I love Jesus. I used to love Christmas because that's when we focus on yeah. on on Jesus, but which now being a Jesus follower, it's like every day is Christmas. <laughs> I don't have that same stress to get all the Jesus I can in yeah. at Christmas because Interesting. it's every day. But I didn't really understand the role for Jesus as he's a as a great, Mormon. Yeah. As a Mormon, I didn't yeah. understand really why yeah. because it's beyond being an example or being resurrected and that I didn't understand his suffering for sins because I, it just I wasn't it wasn't explained the pur the purpose for him as much well he's our elder brother he was yeah. just happened to be the firstborn of yeah. spirit children you know he yeah. wasn't he had to progress to become God, yeah. and that's so different than the Christian yeah. God. Christian and to know Jesus. who He is 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 just awesome. Yeah. I mean that He's so big, yeah. and and I can rest with all my confidence and all my assurity in God, who is greater than anything we can explain. I mean, I it's you know often as a as a Mormon, and I and I hear it often, it's like as a Mormon, we feel like we learned everything about Christianity, and then have more, yeah. and it's actually just the opposite. Nothing that is not true at all. We knew nothing about Christianity. No, and um, to know that God is so big. A, a few times over the years, I went into a Christian church, and it was hard for me to even stay. Because you mean I was, LDS church or a no, Mormon into church? a Christian okay, church, Christian and church, okay. when they 
worshiped and we just sang about Jesus. I was so overcome that it was almost hard for me to stay. I loved it. Because it's such worship and such praise. Yeah, it resonated yeah. with me so strongly that I was uncomfortable. And, and it was so powerful so that, powerful, that yeah. we were worshiping yeah. this Jesus who is worthy to be worshiped, yet yeah. he is the one who pursued me yeah. and reached down when, when I needed him most. And, mm. That's and, so wonderful. Yeah, and just put people in my path. How about the Bible? Oh, the Bible. <laughs> I, I can't get enough of the Bible. As a Mormon? It was just a burden, kind of. Yeah, it's something <laughs> so, you carried to church, you know, and yeah, a, made a few quotes out of. Yeah, I actually there. found my old missionary Bible that my um, my quad, I don't yeah. know if it was a quad or triple combination yeah. or whatever, yeah. but, um, and, I, and I saw that I had marked it a lot for my um, mission, sure. but and how it underlined and highlighted certain things that would substantiate Mormon doctrine, doctrine but yeah. I really knew nothing about the Bible. I know. And that it had a story from the beginning to the end, that that God started preaching the gospel in Genesis. and, yeah. and Looking forward to Jesus. And it wasn't just different little stories. Yeah. yeah, that it all makes sense, that looking forward to Jesus and then backwards yeah. to Jesus, and that it's all about Jesus. That. You know, it's, we don't get that message in Mormonism. No, no. and it's, I have just loved learning, and, yeah. and so well, I started learning a lot. Oh, that's so awesome. Well, before we run out of time, you're also involved in an international ministry up at the University yeah. of Utah. Would you share that with us yeah. a little bit? Well, soon after I um, accepted Christ as my Savior, my heart was turned to international to the nations and missionary work really? and so one of the big key things was taking the class perspectives God's view on the world and it it broke my heart for the nations it's one of those things I wanted to put back together because I knew it was going to change my life again <laughs> and it did it sent me on a course for missionary work and it took it took years a couple of years to downsize and get out of debt and apply to a mission agency and I wanted to go any place but Utah yeah. And because I now now just to say it, that means Christians send out missionaries. Yes. Did you know that before? No. No, I didn't either. No. No. <laughs> they have a outreach programs of all yeah. sorts to and to a whole history people. and yeah. yeah, yeah. And I I bargained I guess looking back with God that I'll always have a Mormon ministry because of my family. But could I go someplace else, please? And Did I got as far away as I could. I was in Kenya, Africa, wow. um, doing a vision trip. Um, with the mission agency and I met there a man who he and his wife are from India and doing international student ministry in Arizona so it, God put us together all the way oh on the other goodness. side and he encouraged me and um, asked me to consider that God had perhaps uniquely prepared me to work with international students here yeah. in this environment where I speak where I speak the language not only English but by speak the Mormon language, which, yeah. um, as you know, all the words are the same, but they're infused with different meanings. Yeah, and, totally. and And so I understand that. And yeah. so I came back here, in, that was in 2013, and started working with a missionary who was just leaving at the university. Oh, okay. And this international student ministry, it's, it's awesome. We yeah. have students from, about 10% of the students are international at the U. And but Pakistan, Pakistan, India, yeah. Peru, Japan, yeah. um, and they all El Salvador. Speak English, you said. 
Yeah, they are the they're mostly graduate students okay. or visiting scholars, and so they have to speak English to come here for school. Yeah. And so um, we we meet every week up there. Um, I have students who are believers and students who have never opened a Bible before, and and we we do lots of cultural things and fun things, but we also study we study the Bible Jesus. and share yeah. the gospel every Monday. We have dinner and and meet oh, and neat. and it's just an amazing an amazing ministry and and for the first time in my life I feel content to be exactly where I am yeah. where God has me do you right feel now. a freedom now that you never felt before oh, a huge you freedom. mentioned earlier that you didn't feel adequate oh, yeah. never doing enough yeah isn't that a great freedom yeah. that we feel it is a freedom yeah. Jesus said the truth will set you free <laughs> And, well, and you know what? We're almost out of time. Okay. I did want you to have have a moment to just what would you tell tell your family, your friends, uh, the LDS well, people out there. I would tell them that I love them, yeah. and I don't love the church that they're in. Not Mormonism. We not love Mormonism, Mormons, but, but I love yeah. them, and and I would tell them that not to be afraid of discussing. I would just wish that I could have discussions without feel, without the defense and the persecution card being played immediately yeah. but that the truth does stand questioning yeah. and to not be afraid of it if it's true it will stand the test of questioning yeah. and that God is faithful and 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 will show them the truth have you been able to talk to them at all I mean to, to your family a little or? bit I have a nephew and his wife and children who have left the LDS church and have have accepted Jesus. And they and probably feel a great comfort being able to come to you and talk. They do. Because right? who else are they going to talk to? Right, right. Yeah. And so I'm really blessed by that. Yeah. And um, mostly every once in a while um, I can have a conversation, but mostly they're quiet when I talk and they don't have a response when I talk about faith issues. Yeah. But um, God has continues to keep me here and keep me as a safe place, he's. I feel like he's shown me a safe place when others are ready to leave, they'll help find a safe place and not to fight. And maybe one day he'll call me to stand up and, and speak. But right now I feel well, like he's called me today, to just stay. <laughs> yeah. Sharing your your story. And and it's well, been I'm, so yeah. joyful to, to hear this because uh, well, I know you. it means so much to us to be able to have this freedom. Yeah. And now we have it. Yeah. We want to be able to share it with our families. and. Yeah. And friends, and let them know that there really is something else if they'll yeah. if they'll just take the time. And to there's work. a freedom. Yeah. Thank you so much for okay, coming. Okay. Well, thank you. That was, that was thank wonderful. you for doing this. Appreciate you joining us this evening, and we'll see you next week here on the Ex Mormon Files. Good night. This has been the audio edition of the Ex Mormon Files. The Ex Mormon Files is a production of Main Street Church of Brigham City. For information about this program, including past and current video episodes, please visit exmormonfiles.com. From there, you can also download audio episodes of this program. If you have an Ex Mormon story you would like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Please write us at contact at exmormonfiles.com. Thank you for listening, and we hope you'll tune in again soon. Thank you.